get to the bottom of what's truly healthy in this crazy, complex world. So you can take back what is rightfully yours. Welcome to the Health Sovereign Podcast. This is your host, Logan Christopher. Welcome. As you may or may not know, depending on where you follow me, I lost my home in one of the California wildfires. I have an interesting viewpoint on this, and I wanted to share that because this is all about basically mental and emotional health in the face of tragedy. As I said, my viewpoint is unique. Not only was I okay with the situation, but I actually seem to be looking at it quite positively and right from the get-go. Like, I didn't have grief about this. I know this is unusual, uh, not typical at all. And so I wrote a couple of articles exploring this in myself. Why was I having this outlook? Really kind of looking deep into my mind and my emotions. Why was I this way? I wrote two articles that have been extremely popular. I thought it was worth reading them aloud to you here. Lessons from Home Burning Part 1 Physical, Mental, Emotional, and Character Strength On the night of August 19th, my home burned completely to the ground. A few people made comments to the effect of it being telling that the only thing left standing was my power rack, that this was a symbol of strength. I agree, and that's what I want to talk about today. There's a common stereotype of the all-brawn, no-brain individual. In other words, the meathead. And certainly this is the case for some. But as a stereotype, it is very often wrong. One of my many books that burned up was Not Just Pumping Iron on the Psychology of Lifting Weights by Edward W. L. Smith. In fact, I had a whole shelf on one of my bookcases devoted to sports psychology. Sure, I'll admit it. In the beginning, I tried to work out as I was interested in looking good in order to impress the ladies. But that was such a minor thing in the grander scheme. Strength training in all its forms became so much more to me. It was the first and foremost place where I pulled myself up by my bootstraps from a self-loathing, insecure individual into the person I am today. It was my crucible where I not only forged my body, but my psychology and spirit. No, it wasn't just because it became a career either. The truth is, that was a result of the above, not the cause. In Smith's book, he talks about lifting weights as a yoga of the West. It's interesting to reflect on because most yoga in the West is a watered-down version of what it originally was, i.e. a holistic practice that encompassed body, mind, spirit. Now, I know I'm not your typical person. Many think me superhuman. But that's just the thing. Anyone can be superhuman. All it takes is proper know-how and dedication. Compound this over time and truly miraculous transformation is not only possible, but likely. If I could transform myself from a scrawny, unathletic, timid boy into the strongman, certainly anyone can, if the desire is there. No, strength training and fitness is not just about the physical. If that is the case for you, I'm sorry to say, but you are missing the boat. It's not even all about the mental and emotional, though those are such huge parts. In very few other areas have I found such a useful laboratory for training your mind's capabilities and state management, throwing competition and or lofty goals to really amplify these things. What is too seldom talked about is that strength training can build up strength of character. It can aid you in becoming more virtuous. You know, I've done some pretty wild and wacky feats of strength. 
Case in point, lately I'd been hanging myself by a rope around my neck or seeking to do over body weight in a bent press. Now my entire gym is gone. But the lessons I've learned, who I've become is stronger than ever. And I'd let one million gyms burn down before I'd give up what I've obtained and who I've become along the way. All this stuff can be replaced, yet my latest challenge of a house fire is in itself priceless. Again, I get it. I'm the odd one out. I'm truthfully not grieving the loss. I'm flowing with it like water in the river of life. Every once in a while, I get asked what I'm training for. Yes, I train for fun. Sure, I train to hit goals. Of course, I train to be healthy. But most of all, I train for life. Without awareness of it, I was training for this event. Having done so, I'm even surprised myself at how much I've taken it in stride. I train to be anti-fragile. Not just physically, but mentally, emotionally, and spiritually too. This means that stressors not only don't break me, but make me even stronger. In this way, a big stressor means big rewards. Prior to this, I know 2020 has been far easier on me than many other people because of how I've set up my life. I know that there are people in dire straits. In other words, I am privileged. Instead of taking that on with guilt, I aim to be a force for good. In other words, to actually deserve it. So I welcome the additional challenge. After all, it's good to be humble. I'll continue to train to best serve my family. I will continue to train to best serve my community. I must be strong for those who are not. The world has some great darkness to it. If we are aware and honest about it, the trajectories of where we are headed are not looking so good. The fact that most people listening to this probably think they know what I'm talking about, but really do not being a sign of such. So now more than ever, we need strong men and women to step up in every sort of way. In my opinion, you can't do anything useful if you don't build yourself first. In fact, without the internal work, you'll likely just get in the way. And I'm not saying strength training is the only way, far from it, but it has worked really well for me and others I know. In alchemy, one of the steps involved is calcination. This is the burning away of matter to get to the salt principle, to purify, to get to what is essential. As above, so below. So I'll take this event as an initiation and move forward. In doing so, I hope I can inspire you in the right direction too. There's something to be said for the fact that the only thing that survived and are usable left from the wreckage are some of my weights. There's a deep metaphor here. In my opinion, 2020 still has more surprises in store, and I don't think we're going back to normal, even a new normal in 2021 either. This is going to be a rough decade ahead. You must be adaptable. You must be strong, not just for yourself, but especially for those around you. Lessons from Home Burning Part 2. This gives me perspective. This is odd to share. I am not trying to come off as holier than thou, although I'm sure that can be read into this. I'm sharing my experience, my feelings around events, understanding they are very different than everyone else in the same situation. I'm not writing this to judge other people's response to these events as inferior. Your response is your own, more normal than mine, and that is fine. Instead, in writing this, I am striving to better understand why my experience is such as it is. In addition, I'm hoping that my sharing may help some others through inspiration, as indeed several people have said regarding part one. With that disclaimer, onward. Am I just suppressing grief that will come out later? Am I just in denial about what happened? These are the questions I was asking myself after I had confirmation that my home had completely burned down. You see, what I was feeling was positive. Don't get me wrong, I was realistic about the hurdles ahead, but focused on what mattered. 
No one was hurt. It was all just material things that could be replaced, and a good exercise in enforced minimalism. As for the sentimental things, well, here's a good enforced opportunity to practice non-attachment. I mentioned the paradox of feeling both devastation and liberation to some, but if I'm honest, I was feeling more of the latter. But why wasn't I depressed? Angry? Stricken with grief? Would it hit me like a tidal wave later? Would it come in repeated waves over time? No, I was actually my normal, happy self. I thought there might be small pangs as I recognized this or that thing that I enjoyed was gone. But to be honest, now three weeks out, not really even that for me. I'll admit, I have faced some frustration over insurance hassles. And especially since we are just seven days from selling the house, that this event will financially set my family back despite insurance. But I had already moved on. Truth was, people around me were more sad for me than I was personally. That's a weird thing to deal with. I would say I'd already reframed the situation to know that this would be a good thing. Actually, reframe is the wrong word. Just the frame from the very beginning. A new challenge to overcome. An adventure to have. A great story to tell. Something that would make me a better person. That would strengthen my family. I wouldn't even say I was being stoic so much as I was actually already looking at the positive things that come from this. It came down to perspective. First of all, I knew it could have been far worse. As I mentioned, no one got hurt that I knew. Had that been different, I don't think I'd be positive the same way. This gives me perspective. Secondly, I'd gone through rough things before. The worst being losing my mother to cancer. I had tons of grief at that time. Back then, I did suppress my feelings. And while I still miss her, wishing she was around to play with her granddaughter especially, having worked on my grief, with many psychological tools over the years, I see her passing as the last gift she gave me. Couldn't the fire be a gift too? Why wait to see it as such? This gives me perspective. A friend of mine lost her house to fires years ago. I had heard her story. I had talked to her about it. And, like with my mother, she now sees it as a blessing in disguise. This gives me perspective. Thank you, Denise. In the days following, I was amazed by all the love and support and donations, too. This made me feel on a more embodied level that I was rich in one of the most important things, human connection. This gives me perspective. All these came immediately to mind. But for a couple of days, there was something niggling at me. I didn't quite have the complete picture. I felt like I was missing another key component. Why was I genuinely okay with this? And then it hit me. I've spent the last year and a half diving deep into the darkest corners of humanity, into the amazing levels of corruption that exist in our world. There's this idea that doing so makes people unbalanced, or attracts unbalanced people in the first place. Looking at conspiracies makes people depressed, angry, sad, and I have no doubt that that is true, to some degree, and for some people. There's no doubt I felt those feelings at times, comes with the territory. There are revolting, horrible possibilities. Yet I could make a very strong case that most people aren't willing to dig into the facts of such as a protection mechanism. Deny it exists so you don't have to face its terror. Not me. I felt the trauma of our reality, and I kept moving forward. I felt the confusion of the mysterious, contradictory, and insane possibilities, the 10,000 rabbit holes, and I kept moving forward. As the saying goes, if you're going through hell, keep going. I felt like I broke my mind at times, wrestling with the truth. My sense-making capacity fractured, striving to understand what was really going on. I still don't, but I'm reasonably comfortable in this place of realizing we're all delusional about a lot. 
I sought to recognize sociopathy. I sought to understand evil. I sought to grasp our collective shadows and had to process them personally along the way. Oh yes, I definitely went through ups and downs. Too few people wrestle with the fact that 97% plus of people would have joined the Nazis had they been in Germany at the time, or at least stepped aside and allowed it to happen. Now I, says the naive individual who doesn't actually reflect on what really went on there, how uncertain things were in the present compared to having hindsight, and how well propaganda really works. Yes I, says a person who does the deep, dark self-reflection. Knowing this, now let me set about changing course so that I can truly say, not I. Still a work in progress, of course. And this, more so than anything else, I believe was why I was in a good mood. Knowing what really goes on, the depths of darkness of what occurs in the world, it makes me more resilient, more anti-fragile. After all, it could be far worse. I mean, come on, child sex trafficking is a thing, a big thing. I have wrestled with conceiving that it could be my daughter. This gives me perspective. There are more people in slavery today than in any time in history, and yet we're arguing about reparations for past slavery. This gives me perspective. Companies profiting off the death of people is a thing. In fact, it makes the world go round. And gaining so much profit, they can steer laws, science, and culture in their favor. This is so pervasive, most people can't see but a tiny fraction of it. This gives me perspective. So much perspective, in fact, that losing my home and just about all my possessions genuinely feels like child's play in comparison. No, not just that. My house burning down is a good thing. I needed more genuine, personal adversity to forge my soul for the battles ahead. What is occurring right now in the world and what is coming down the road is much harder. Face the truth. It might break you, but if it doesn't, you'll become a better person for it. That's my crazy, weird, but seemingly useful perspective anyway. And there was more fun in store. So after getting to my house wreckage and whatnot, we were actually planning on moving from California to Southern Oregon. So we made that move with very limited stuff, started to get back into some semblance of routine, and boom, fires in Southern Oregon as well. This time, fortunately, did not lose the house, uh, was super close to having to evacuate but didn't have to, but still dealing with the, the fire as the whole west coast is dealing with right now. Uh, it was out of the fire, into the fire, uh, deja vu, the, very crazy, and still, you know, this is my viewpoint, this is my perspective on things. Maybe the third fire will break me, we'll see if there's another one, who knows. I share this because, once again, health is not just about physical. It's not just nutrition and working out. And that's what this podcast is about. Really, the multi-perspective look at health. The holistic perspective. Everything I do is all tied together. And this helps me to get this. Like I said in those articles there, like my viewpoint on this is actually surprising myself. And it is very odd. Uh, like people are saying, I'm so sorry, but I would just as much accept like congratulations in this event. It is an odd viewpoint and yeah, it, but it is what it is. You know, my perspective is not wrong. I'm thoroughly enjoying it and it seems to be much easier to be this way than to be grieving the the loss of everything. Seriously, just immediately started thinking about the silver linings. Well, this makes the moving so much easier. I, all the... 
I would have had some hundred boxes of books, but now it's I don't have that many. It sucks to lose those books, but now I don't have to move them. And the enforced minimalism and non-attachment, like I get to practice these things, it has made me more clear on what's important and what is not. So a lot of benefit that comes from this, and I did honestly immediately go there. Writing it, sharing it on the podcast here helps to solidify it for me. So as I said, I'm feeling quite great about this. That doesn't mean I do not accept sympathy or uh, condolences or anything like that. I'll take them. But as I said, you can say congratulations to me as well. I survived this initiation and I'm passing it with flying colors, let's say. So this is the Health Sovereign Podcast and understand when you truly take your health into your own hands, you work in a holistic manner, use a wide variety of tools, uh, then I guess in this way you can become kind of superhuman. Just imagine if more people had this kind of viewpoint on things in the world, uh, what we could really do about them. If you've enjoyed that, please do spread it around. You can share the written articles. I'll have links to those in the show notes. Or, of course, you can share this episode itself. It is available at healthsovereign.com slash 48, I believe is the one we are on. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that this has indeed given you perspective as well and inspiration, as so many people have said. Now, I heard that this was some of the best stuff I've written. Also, even people saying this is the best thing they've ever read before. So that's why I put it together. Like everything I do, first and foremost, it was for myself. Uh, my writing helped me to process my own thoughts and feelings. And, of course, then I felt it very appropriate to share this in the world. So I hope you've enjoyed it, and we'll be back next time with more. Thanks for listening.